it's your girl, Constance Carter, and you're listening to Real Talk Live, where I invite some of my powerhouse friends to talk about how they're building businesses and growing wealth. Thank you for tapping in. Enjoy. You know why I'm excited? Excited? Because I get to talk to my homegirl. I get to talk to my homegirl, Shari Wilson. This is a personal friend of mine. This is a personal friend of mine. We hang out. We kick it. She's done my hair. Um, Shari is um, is a uh, multi-million dollar mogul, y'all. She's sitting at home at her beautiful house. Uh, she is the owner um, of Dream Girls. Her and her sister own Dream Girls Salon. Um, she is that you have a, a location here in, in Sacramento and also in L.A. Um, she's a real estate investor. She also is a co-owner of the first African-American owned beauty college in California. She has a product line, by the way. Oh, by the way, when did you release the product line? Your a hair? month ago. Well, a month ago. month and a half ago. And it's doing how, how well is it doing? It's amazing. I mean, yeah. I think it's taking me and my sister by shock how well it's doing, but it's, yeah. doing, it's doing very well. Well, I got to say, I'm super proud of you. I'm super proud of everything you're doing. She's a motivational speaker. She has her own podcast. She's out here doing the damn thing. Um, and the reason why I wanted her to be a part of the We Summit. Now, y'all, the We Summit, don't forget, it's still happening. We just got to figure out when it's going to happen, but it is happening. But she is uh, one of the, she's going to be on a panel at the We Summit because she's a very successful entrepreneur. And the reason why I had her come on here is because I want, she's, she's somebody just like you. She's somebody just like me. And I want you to see how um, things are attainable. You know, just somebody that's regular, just like us, everyday people, you know, just, you know, have, have regular basic childhoods and, you know, just the things that we've gone through. We've gone through struggle. We've gone through pain, but we've also been able to be resilient. And that's one thing I can say about you, Shari, is you are resilient. I was at her house. OK, now this girl does the, the best parties like this. So the Carters, we do we do some pretty cool parties. But the Wilsons. Like, don't nobody party like a Wilson house party because a Wilson house party don't stop. Now, this young lady had a birthday. Did you turn? How old did you turn? 35? 40. 40. She turned 40. But instead of receiving gifts, she presented everybody at her party with gifts. That's how giving she is. That's why I love her. Um, she's an activist. She's out there in the community fighting for rights. I, you know, I, I see you move and I'm just I'm, I'm super proud of you and I'm super proud to call you my friend. So without further ado, you guys, meet my friend Shari. I want everybody to know who she is. Say her name. Y'all say her name. Shari <laughs> Wilson. Yes. Thank you for coming on with me, today, lady. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank yes. you for having me, Constance. And hey, I'm going to throw it back on you. You are a true motivation, like a true motivation for a lot of us black girls out here and just to see how you're moving i've been watching you what for how many years i, I don't eight know at least about eight? yeah yeah man and i just i've been watching and wow I, we've been we've been watching each other man, and so true to who you are you know you're not trying to be nobody else but constant carter so that's what i love thank you and then that's what i love about you too so <laughs> let's talk about who you are what you're doing so i i've introduced you you have this great line um, you are, <laughs> let me tell you something. Shari has sent me, and I'm not going to tell you what it was, but Shari has sent me her 1099 a couple of years ago. and said, Constance, I really need to, um, invest in some more real estate. And I seen that 1099. I said, I really need to own a hair salon. Hair salon owners is making money like this. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're blessed. You know what? 
Yeah, it's not often that you have somebody because you you not only own a hair salon, but you own a business. You know how to run your business. And that speaks volumes of who you are. Yeah. And you know what, Constance, I will go back. A lot of that, I mean, that that I sent you, which is me being a hairstylist. That's me yeah. being behind the chair. Right. And, um, you know, I know. I'm, I'm always, that wasn't even I'm, cash. <laughs> yeah, that was just the, the credit card, square. Yeah. But I'm always trying to tell people, especially young people, because when I was growing up, my mom, well, not so much my mom, but people talk down on being a hairstylist. That's not a mm. real career. That's not a real business. That's, you know, that's a hustle. And when I got into this, I said, if I'm going to do hair, I'm going to make this into a true business, you know? And that's what I want other hairstylists to look at this. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. We just need to know what to do with the money once we get it, you know? That's right. But what did you do differently? Like, how come you were able to make, you know, all those zeros and other hairdressers aren't able to make money like that? Because I'm looking at their 1099. I mean, you know, everybody doesn't claim all their income, but, you know, it's nowhere near what you're, you've been able to do. How are you able to do that? You know what? My sister and my mom taught me business at a very young age. And I want to say a lot of hairstylists that I know, Constance, they are making good money as well. Um, but a lot of them on paper, they don't want to show it on paper. You know, they yeah. don't want to accept credit cards. They don't want to show things on paper. They want that fast money. And when you right. do that fast money, you can't obtain anything. You can't yeah. have anything. You can't buy a house. You could probably buy a car, but you can't go buy investment property. You can't really do anything. And so with my students at Mixed Institute of Cosmetology, we drill in. This is a business. You need to pay your taxes. You need to invest your money. You need to get disability insurance. You need like, like we... It's, this is just like you working in corporate. Why would you treat a job that you go with, I mean, a career that you walk into every single day and have to answer to somebody, some something higher than what you treat yourself with your own business? Like, I'm going to give that same respect that I would give to somebody else to myself, to my company, to my business. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. I love that. So let's take it back to like, how, how did you how did you, you said your mom and your sister taught you business. Tell us about your childhood. Like, how did you grow up? I know you're from LA. Tell us a story about how you grew up. You know, me and, my sister, yeah, me and my sister fight about this a lot because my childhood was different from her childhood. You know, wow. we all live in the same house. Um, I was raised with my mom and my dad. We lived um, off of Crenshaw and Slauson, oh, well, I'm sorry, over between Overhill and Crenshaw on Slauson, closer to Overhill. And um, it's the same place where Nipsey and Hustle grew up. You know, my brother knew them and ran with them and all that good stuff. But I, that's where I grew up. And so my sister chose to keep going up the hill, right? <laughs> and I chose to go down the hill a little bit. And so our lives was different not saying that our parenting was different, but the choices I chose growing up, I chose to go down. I chose to go towards Crenshaw. I chose to try to, you know, live that life. And, you know, I, I my life is different. And in my, in my shoes, where I stand at today is different than where a lot of people who grew up in my hood, <laughs> their life is not the same. You know, yeah. they went a whole, I mean, some of them was killed. Um, some of them end up going to jail. Um, mm. My brother, he was in prison for 30 years. He just came home um, a few, almost, a, no, it's been a year. He'd been home wow. for a year. He came home just before my dad passed away. 
Um, so again, we we all have the same opportunities, right? Yeah. But it's what the path we choose, you know, choose to take. And I remember when I turned 16, my sister, she thought I was going to be a tomboy, right? Because I ran the streets. I was doing everything I was, wasn't supposed to be doing. I mean, I used to fight. I got kicked out of like all type of schools, multiple schools. And um, when I turned 16, she gave me a complete makeover. And she said, you will not be, you know, not on, not on my watch. And one, the first time I ever looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, wow, she is pretty, right? Yeah. Wow. And I just never turned back. I just tried my best to just stay on that on that path. But at one point, you know, I posted a picture of me now and me. I think it was like tenth grade. I was I straight, it. you know, gangster. Oh boy, like, yeah, up, you know, yeah. And I had to make a decision. What do I want my life to be? And then another thing is, people used to always brag on my sister. Uh, she's the smart one. She's going to be the one to make the money. She's this and she's that. And once I made that decision that this is what I wanted to be, because everybody saw how I used to be, I always had a mouth, I always was in trouble. I made a, a decision that I'm going to prove all of them wrong. Mm. Every last, every person who doubted me, everybody who already spoke my future, everybody who said that I wasn't going to be anything, all those people, I was going to prove them wrong. And that's what gave me the gas to keep pushing, keep moving. Because I wanted to keep, you know, I wanted to prove people wrong. Yeah, that's dope. Um, I wanted to shout out the folks that are that are um, tuning in with us. Um, hey, Brandy, uh, Felicia, who, if you're out there, I can't see who you are. I only can see you if you comment. So Felicia, Nicole Singleton, Tashante, um, Tisa. Um, Tisa said, I'm sorry, but that chandelier is everything. Girl, you have not been to her house. Her house is everything. If you've seen the before and after, I've seen the before and I've seen the after. And Char, Dari has great taste. She also has a lot of money. It just shows she has a lot of money, too. Anyway. Hey, I don't listen. Anyway, I do everything on a budget. So that's my name. You are, show. girl, you're blessed. You're blessed. So how did you make, it your, own, make your way on down to Northern California? Hey, Felicia. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Monica. How'd you make your way down to Northern California? Hey, Roderick. You know what? Um, I was married. Hey, you guys, share, 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 because people need to hear this story, especially, you know, people who've had similar backgrounds. Let, let them know that no matter what, uh, where they've been through, what they've gone through, what, you know, their childhood, you know, whether they came from a single parent household, because you can see, you just said something that was so poignant. Me and my sister grew up in the same house, but we had totally different experiences. Mm -hmm. My sister went this way. My sister chose to do things this way. And I chose to do things that way. You guys are both equally successful today. Thank God. But it could have definitely went another way had you not made a decision that you're going to do things differently. And luckily you have people in your life to plant those seeds. Everybody doesn't have that. But everybody else, everybody needs to hear this story because I think it's powerful. It's powerful where you are today and where you could have been had you not made the decision to go to where you are. Um, hey, Olivia. You guys share, share, share. What's up, Nicole? Um, um, hey, Glenda. Uh, so, Shari, how did you end up out here in Northern California? You know, I was married prior and um, well, my first husband, and he was from Stockton. Where you from? Where you at? I ain't from and Stockton said, now. Well, well you, you live there. That's where you're at right now. I know you're from Stockton. Hey, listen, Mary, Mary Rogers says she's working on making an appointment with you as we speak. Oh, okay, okay. Come on. Um, but he was from Stockton. I said, I would not live in Stockton. 
I won't. Then we li actually we lived in Lodi, and that's how we end up buying our first house. Um, so you met him in LA, or you met him in Stockton? Where'd you meet him? Uh, my cousin's from my cousin origin. She lived in Stockton, but she was from Stockton, and that's how I met them. She was he was best friends with her husband, and okay. so I moved out here and um, ended up getting pregnant first, and then I had the baby in LA. End up coming up here with Isaiah, and then we end up just. I end up stationary. It's just end up saying I'm going to stay. You know, now listen, look, mom, huh? I want y'all to see how beautiful my friend is. You got eight kids. I know, I know five are biologically yours, right? Four. Yeah, five, four are yeah. biologically yours. But yeah. Eight. You have eight kids, four by, and look at how beautiful you are. I mean, I'm not saying that people, I mean, I got four kids. I'm not saying that people with a bunch of kids can't be beautiful, but I mean, you are doing it, girl. Eight kids. Thank Crazy. you. Thank you. Yeah. But anyway, so you came down here, you had Isaiah, um, and you ended up moving to Lodi and then and then what? And then we ended up buying a house and yeah, we ended up buying a house in um Elk Grove. And I was in that relationship for 10 years. Um, it wasn't the healthiest. Um, but I, I stayed in that relationship because of what the some of the things people used to say to me when I was younger, you know. Um, I was gonna be it was funny because first people didn't think I was gonna be a girly girl they thought I was gonna be a tomboy right and then when I started being a girly girl then I end up being you know they end up saying that um I was gonna be barefoot and pregnant <laughs> you know um that they just keep underestimating you so mm -hmm. you know those those things stayed in my mind and so um I stayed in a, I stayed in an unhealthy relationship to prove people wrong you know so um we was married for 10, 10 nine years and then we divorced, and that's how I end up in um, Sacramento. And I what were the here. lessons? What were the lessons that you learned by staying in an unhealthy relationship based upon what other people said or thought about you? What, what did you learn from that? You know what, um, Constance? What I learned is that you have to start doing things for you. You know, mm -hmm. but at that point, you know, I don't regret anything. I really don't. Um, I believe that that relationship taught me a lot about myself and the things that I needed to change about myself, right? Because um, I wouldn't say he was a terrible person. We just wasn't good together. We just was not good together. Um, he had hurt. I had hurt. And, you know, we all, in all relationships, sometimes you come in with hurt, right? But uh, it's to a point where you have to make a decision that I won't get hit. I won't be abused. And when it starts to be where you feel like your life is in jeopardy, you have to walk away, you know? Wow. Uh, but yeah. I still think that that relationship taught me um, a lot of stuff just about who I am and the things that, um, how I could become better, I would say, how I could become better. Um, I don't regret it. I have four beautiful boys from um, him and we actually co-parent very well, so. What was the biggest thing that you learned being in that relationship? You know, what I realized is that the reason why I stayed, the reason why I stayed was because I was trying to prove other people wrong. I wanted to prove the people who said that I was going to be barefoot and pregnant that because I made a I made a mental um, decision that all my kids was going to be by one man. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want to fit that stereotype. I didn't want to have a whole bunch of kids by a whole bunch of people. So um, I learned that it's not about how it's not about what people think about you you got to make decisions based off of you and That's you right. got everything you do you got to make it because this is what is best for you 
But I will say, the the negative things people said to me, the things that people said I wasn't going to be, that's what gassed me. That's what mm. gassed me. That's what gave me that push to be everything I am today. Now I had to make a decision to let, don't allow my wounds to keep on gassing me because now I know I'm smart now. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I have to make better decisions because now your wounds can also be the things that hurt you, continue to hurt you. So um, I had to let a lot of that stuff go. I had to forgive a lot of people who I felt like was never there for me. It's funny because I was talking to my auntie and she, um, this was actually this year, and she was just like, you know, they call me Makia. She was like, Makia, I am so sorry. Like she, she actually apologized. And I wasn't even asking for her to apologize to me. I was just sharing my journey. And she said that I was one of those people that used to say that to you. And she actually apologized to me. So, um, some, you know, sometimes your wounds can gas you, but then you have to make a decision not to let it affect your future. If that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? A lot of sense? Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. What did you learn you from that marriage? Things, that you carry things with that. It's kind of like self-made. Have you guys watched self-made? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's a it's an excellent movie. It's an excellent movie. And um, it showed how um CJ Walker her the things that happened to her, it's, oh, it's a thing that gassed yeah, yeah, her, yeah. right? Yeah, it gassed her, it mm -hmm. made her be everything that she was. But at the same time, she right. wasn't able to really live her life because those same things that gassed her was her wound, was a wound that was inside of her. And right when she hit her peak, when she should have been enjoying her life, she ended up dying because all that, all that hatred and all that unforgiveness and resentment, it was built up inside of her and it killed her. So you mm -hmm. got to be able to allow mm -hmm. things to gas you, but at the same time, take it and, and let it go, release it. So it doesn't affect where you're going, where you're at currently. Yeah, that can physically negatively affect. And that's why a lot of people die of cancer is because all of that negativity that's is just built up inside of them. Yes. Yeah. Heart well, issues, cancer, all that. So yeah. yeah. What did you learn like from from, from that marriage, taking into to the marriage, your current marriage? Like what, what are some things that you do differently as a result of your first marriage? Uh, what I learned was when I got married the second time, I wasn't ready. That's what I, that's what I learned <laughs> that I should have took time to really take care of all. Wait, 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 you weren't ready for the second one or you weren't married for the first I one. I wasn't ready for neither one of them. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about me. I'm so transparent and, um, I'm, I'm just the only way I know. What to be is real, right? So I wasn't right, ready yeah. for neither one of them. Right, right, right. The yeah. only thing that you learned, what were the other lessons? There were no other lessons in there? Um, for what I learned. Or what you, where you are now, your current years, because I know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you weren't married, you weren't ready at the time, but you know, there's some things, some values that you could take in from the first marriage that, that you you do better now as a result of what you went through the first time. Yeah. So now, but honestly, I'm. I'm Constance, when I left my first marriage, I took a whole bunch of baggage and I dumped it in my first marriage, in my second marriage. Yeah. You understand? Only thing I knew is that, oh my God, I found somebody who loves me, who treats me good, who want to be on my team and want to be a team player and, you know, all this stuff. This is what I, I learned, right? Like 
everything I did not have in my first marriage. I, I said I have it now in my current marriage, right? But even though I had all this stuff that was new, I was still taking all the stuff from my old marriage and bringing it into my new marriage. I didn't have time to really process and, and heal some of the wounds because being married for for nine years and you're fighting and you it's abusive and you guys not talking to each other correctly and doing all this stuff, you're taking that same stuff into your new marriage. So you end up having some of the similar issues that you had from your first marriage into your new marriage. You understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they... no, and, and, and honestly, I feel like and somewhat I kind of I, I made a really, really sweet man, which is my husband now. <laughs> and I and I made him into something that he probably would not have been if mm. I was healed and complete and my wounds would have been um taken care of prior to going coming into this marriage because I actually made him into a different person because how I was talking, um, the things I would say, um, you know, one thing about me is I know how to get things done. I know how to build a business. I know how to go out and get what I need. And so with that being said, Constance, I know you're similar. We're, it's not that we're trying to be controlling, but we just know how to get it done, right? And yep. so now I know that my delivery has to be different. I know that um, instead of me saying I, 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 I'm learning to say we, you know, because at the end of the day, um, anybody who's in anything and you keep saying I, that I don't need you and you're here because I want you to be here and all that kind of stuff, it can drive somebody off. You know, it can make them feel like, well, why am I here? You know, yeah. so there's a lot of things I had to learn and I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Yeah. yeah. But you're a better person because of it. I and, am. you know, I think the, the biggest thing is you recognize that. You recognize where you fell short. You recognize your mistakes. You recognize that you don't know how to talk to your husband or you didn't know how to talk to your husband. And you're correcting that. So that's everything. Um, but I want to go to the questions because I they said, how long did it take you take for you to really heal and forgive? Man, you know what? I, honestly, um, I want to say I've been on this journey of really forgiving everybody like the last three years. And I, and I, let me tell you, I've been in counseling like for them. I'm a true believer in counseling, you know, and, um, I, yeah, about three or five years. It's, it's wow. a journey. It's a process to understand yeah. it. Cause sometimes you don't even understand where this anger is coming from. You know, until you actually sit with somebody and they start asking you questions about your childhood and what happened here and what happened there. And then you realize, wow, I'm working from the some, from a wound that happened when I was nine years old. So wow. then you have to kind of go back and understand what happened and then forgive, you know. So it's definitely a process. I'm, I recommend counseling, y'all. A good counselor. <laughs> yes. A good so for those black people really. that say, yeah. Black people just say that black people don't get counseling because we got Jesus. What do you say about that? <laughs> say get counseling. <laughs> hey, you can yes. get both. Get you a get, get you a Christian counselor, Jesus and a counselor, all in Come one. Day. On. That, Come I, on. I, I'm a strong believer in um in counseling. So yeah. But you know and what? I wanted to make sure I treat people around me good. Because even in my salons, you know, I would come in and this wasn't right, that wasn't right, this wasn't right, that wasn't right. Get it. And if you don't like it, get out. You know. Ooh. That's just that was my hey that that was my get up you know I was just, yeah. I'm about business 
If you guys, yeah. why is that there? Y'all know better. Do this. And now I feel like I know how to communicate better. I know how to communicate better in love. You know, if I, it's not that I'm going to let people walk over me, but I'm, I'm talking to people more Christ-like, you know, like, yeah. okay, let's look at this again. Now, how can this yeah. be a little different, you know? Right, so, right. No, that's yeah. dope. No, it, it's dope that you actually recognize it and you realize it because, again, a lot of and people will go through their lives and that's why they end up being bitter and being alone because they don't think that they've done anything wrong. They just continue living in this box. And, and you know, who wants to be in a situation where everybody's afraid of them? Nobody, you know, everybody, they're, they're living in fear. Oh, yeah, everybody fears me, but nobody loves them or respects them. They just fear them. And so when you can lead from a place of love, I believe in being a servant leader. I believe in, you know, pouring into the people that are around me. I believe in them becoming better. I believe in them having what they need to have so that they can become better. So, with, you know, when you have that, you know, you, 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 you're, I think you just are able to go much further as a business owner. I think you're just able to go much further as a person. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and, 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 and let me say this. It's not that I, because if people, even when people leave my salon, they always come back and they always say, sorry, you're such a loving person. You're, you know, you'll give anything, you'll get the clothes off your back. And I will. And I did, I, I did this even then when I didn't know how to talk to people, but it's hard for people to receive it when your delivery is wrong. You understand? Yeah. Like I always, and I think that's the reason why I'm blessed is because I'm such a giver. I want people to be just as successful. I don't want people in my salon just getting the crumbs. Nah, baby, you about to eat, you about to get this steak too. We you all about eat. to eat too, you know? Yeah. And so... I think my heart has always been there, but I had to learn how to really learn how to communicate, you know, and yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Jay-Z says we measure success by how many people around us are successful too. That's, we that's, said that's that you broke if everybody broke is around you. Right? So if you're, if you can help somebody else be successful, then that measure, that's a true measure of your success. And I love that. that, that, that that that's the the principle that you also live by. Um, let me go to the comments real quick because um, folks are chiming in. Taisha said, "Keeping it real, love it." Um, uh, Lady Diane, she said, "That's why I love you, Chari." Um, Nicole Pearson said, "I love you." She is keeping it so flowers. Um, Tashante said, "Chari is so humble and transparent, which is why I love her." Me said, "Thank you for keeping it real and transparent. Everybody's loving you." Um, they say counseling's work. work. Um, Dana said, "So proud of you, Shari Wilson. You a living lesson." So let's get into the let's get into the business part. So because I want people, I want I want people to know your background because I because I think that when they know who you are and you know and we both you and I both live in transparency a lot. When they know who you are and they know what you've gone through, then they can understand that whatever success that you've had is attainable. And that's the whole thing about this is understanding that success is absolutely attainable. All you got to do is go out and get it. So I know you work for salons before. What was your experience in working for other people and what made you want to go out there and do it yourself? You know, when I, I, I started off with Tracy and Rob, um, another look, shout out to Tracy and Rob. And that's the story behind that too. Because when I used to work for at another look, I was one of the youngest ones um, at that salon. And I started off as her assistant. And when I started off as her assistant, you know, first of all, I didn't even have a license. I was like, okay, I want to do hair. You know, can you, can I be your apprentice? And she was just like, you don't got no license. And I'm like, no, I said, but I can get it. And so she was like, okay, she took a chance on me. And um, I would come in at eight o'clock in the morning, do her clients all the way from eight to five. And then from five to 
one o'clock in the morning, I used to be on the grind answering the phone. Just, I used to take any client that wanted to come in and, and, you know, sit in my chair. And I did that for a few years. I finally got my license. And by me working underneath Tracy and Rob, um, they taught me a lot. You know, they taught me a lot. They taught me a lot about the hair game. I walked into Tracy's salon only knowing how to do flat irons. I used to call myself the flat iron. Oh queen. yeah, you were the flat iron queen. <laughs> <laughs> the pressing queen. And so Tracy taught me relaxers. She, sh- she taught me shortcuts. She taught me so much. And also I just watched how her and Rob moved. You know, I just love, I love the way they moved. I love how she, you know, she was there for her, um, her stylist she taught us everything but then when she went tracy decided to move um my thing was i need to go into a different type of salon i need to go into a caucasian salon i want to i want to see how they do things you know i want to see what was different how do they move and so i worked inside a um caucasian salon for a little bit we opened up my salon in la because we was only selling hair we wasn't doing too much in la just selling hair and Basically, me moving from Tracy's salon, going to the um, Caucasian salon, I knew how I wanted to run my business. You know, I knew I wanted a receptionist. You know, I, I knew I wanted to make sure we had towel service. I wanted to make sure I advertised. You know, I was one of the first ones who had a billboard in, um, in Sacramento. So I had two or three billboards. One time I had four billboards. I always thought on a different level, you know, and... Um, that's how that's how this whole thing started. But understand this: when I first started doing hair, I had two kids. Um, it was right when everything was going down, like everybody was losing their homes and all that. And mind you, I, I bought a house out here, and I decided to walk away from corporate. Okay, I was working at Centos, and I decided to walk away from corporate. And man. That was the best decision I ever made, but it was the most scariest. I almost lost my house. Um, I remember um, the, um, what is it called? When they, uh, uh, they re- the repo man came, <laughs> t- took my car from the shop. And I remember the people was like, sorry, you know, it's a truck out there looking at your car. I'm like, oh, that's okay. They're taking it to, the, to fix the brakes. So they're fixing something on it. I knew. That was a repo man, you know? And so I remember going to um, Salvation Army, standing in line to have them pay my PG and E smut. I remember going to, um, I remember sitting out where NACAS came and they took over Cal Expo. I slept in that, I slept there, slept there. I was there for like 36 hours to try to get my house refinanced. So I went through some stuff. I went through some stuff, you guys to follow my dream. It wasn't mm. easy, but mm. it was so worth it. I would I, I don't regret anything. It was times where I had to I had to go Elk Road Boulevard. It was the county building down there. I went and I applied for aid because I didn't have money sometimes to even feed my kids. I, I didn't have medical. You know, so you're looking at somebody who used to get assistance from the government and and that's why I'm such a giver now because I understand where I used to be and where I'm at now. And as long as God is blessing me, he's not blessing me just for me. He's blessing me to bless other people. 
Yes. That's the reason why I love you. But people understand they, they see your glory, but they don't know your story. They, they don't, don't know, know you have to stand in lines. They don't know that you had to sleep 36 hours at Cal Expo to try to get your home modified. They don't know all the things that you have. All they see right now is, oh, Shari's doing it. Shari's living her best life. Charlie, Shari's on you know, Instagram. She got 20, 30, 40,000 followers. She got this hair care line. All they see is all the great things that you're doing. Go to Dream Girls, you know, everything looks so fabulous. And of course, we're not going to tell people when we're going through, right? Because we're going to try to make it look, you know, when we, when we struggle a little bit, we don't want to let everybody know we're struggling. To understand who your friends, your people are going through right now. But on the other side, there is still a possibility of a victory. Yeah. Man, and, 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 and it's, it's a constant struggle, but you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. What do you want? And when I was in that Salvation Army, when I went down to the Salvation Armies for them to pay my PGE or pay my uh, smud, I knew in the back of my head, but God, you said, you said, you gave me this vision. I'm going to be one of the top hairstylists out here. So I'm just going to keep on. I, I had to talk my way. I had to talk myself off the ledge so many times. It was so many times I wanted to pack up. My mama and my sister were like, baby, you sure? You know you could come home. You know you could come home. And I'm like, nope. I made the decision. I moved out here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the best out of it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And I kept saying that. And I had such a support of mom and dad and my sister and my family where I, they always had my back. But it was to the point where I'm sick of asking them. You know, they yeah. had to refinance my house one time and i'm back in the situation again yeah. you know so i was i had to do the things i had to do to get myself out of a, of a lot of things that i put myself in for making a decision to walk away from corporate and a lot of people is not willing to make a sacrifice you know and i look around my home now you know i live on um two and a half acres and i'm just i thank god all the time sometimes i just walk this walk this premises and say god Everything you said, I have now. But mm. if the journey was not easy, I had I had to lose a lot of stuff, mm. you know. But what he has blessed me with is like it's far beyond, it's like, far beyond anything that you lost. Yeah, it can't even compare. And so when people ask me, like I'm so transparent, I don't mind telling people what I went through. I don't mind telling people about even my marriage. You know, yeah. hey, this is this is what it is. This is the yeah. reality. You know, right. but I'm fighting through it. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm 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 fighting through it, and if I can do it, so can you. You That's can right. do it too. You know, this property that I live in, Constance. You know, I I asked you to help me get this, and I asked so many people, and so many people was just like, oh no. I, I mean, let me tell you, you made it happen. They was like, uh 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 uh, no no no, and I said, but God, I will walk around here after I got denied ten times. Most people would have been, they would have tucked their tail and went on walking and said, it's not the time. But I declared it. I, I said, God, what you said. And man, I finally got an approval. You know, I got an approval on this piece of property. And then not even after I got the approval that I got the loan, then they told me, well, you know what? We went from 10% you got to put and now down we need more money. <laughs> to 15% to 20%. I'm like, Lord. Where we get this money from? Where That's a lot of money. From? So you're talking between, you know, you're talking say, for example, you know, if it was forty thousand, now it's eighty thousand dollars. It ain't nothing small to sneeze at. Let me tell you, it was. I had eighty thousand dollars saved up, okay, and so it went from eighty thousand 
to $100,000 to $129,000. So I'm like, oh, flat iron. Okay, I can do it. It's a flat iron. You know, me and my husband, we were just out here just trying to save up all the money. My husband wasn't doing anything. He'd just give me his checks. I'm like, don't ask for no money. Ain't no money coming out. We're just saving, right? So we would just keep saving and saving and saving. And um, finally, I was like, I don't know what to do. And I said, God, but you said you would hmm. not have taken me this far for me to walk away and not get this house. Yeah. Girl, one day I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I said, dang, you know, they said I need another, you know, some more money. And I, I don't even know. I, I can't do no more flat irons. I don't have to support weaves. Oh, so, my mom, so many hours in the day. <laughs> man, my mom said just like this. She was like, my kid. And I'm like, what? She was like, your daddy got it. And I was like, my daddy got it. She was like, yeah, that's your daddy. And I was like, okay. Like, I never even thought to ask my dad because my dad is so secretive. He was, he was high money. If he give me $20, he'd be like, where are my $20 at, you know? <laughs> and so one day I called him. I was like, dad, this ranch, it remind me of Texas. You know, I'm going to put you, mama, I'm, I'm going to build you guys a house in the back. And I can't wait for you to come see it. But they now they're telling me that I need another like $60,000. And my dad was like, all right, baby, it's yours. And I was mm. like, you know, like I never, like God put things in place. I never knew to even ask my dad. I didn't even know he had that much money put aside, you know. And um, he just, he was like, here, put my name on his account. It was like, take care of it. And I was like, I promise you, I'll pay you back. And I paid him back. You know, I paid every week. I, I was just shooting him money. But I was able to get this house. And I didn't, even to the day, I was like, God, it was nothing but God. It was nothing yeah. but the grace of God that made this yeah. happen. So you got to you got to believe everything will work out. Yeah. Everything will work out. See, one of the things that I, I believe strongly is the power of the tongue and the power of the spoken word. And, you know, you just kept saying that this is what's going to happen. You declared and you decreed it. You said, but God, that you said you were confirming that what God had already told you, but you kept speaking it. And when you speak life over your life, things begin to happen in your life. But when you speak death, when you speak negativity, when you speak broke, when you speak lack, when you speak scarcity, guess what happens? You're all of those things. Everything that you say about yourself is what you actually are, what, you, what you'll become. So I love how even though you were going through, even though you didn't have, you still had faith and you spoke it. You still have faith, but you spoke it. And that power, the power of the tongue is everything, you guys. That's what I really want yeah. you to know. The, the tongue can make you or it can break you. Mm -hmm. It can make you or it can break you. And you have to make a decision. You have to make a conscious decision that everything that come out your mouth, you're going to speak life to it. You're going to speak life into your marriage. You're going to speak life into your finances. You're going to speak life into every situation because whatever you say, it's going to come to pass. It's yes. going to come to pass. And, yes. and that's just it. You know, I had a vision. I had a vision even before this property was here. It was all dirt. I mean, the pool had fishes, fish in it, uh, fishes in it. Um, it was dirty. It was just, you know, it was just, but I, I saw it. I saw it. And mind you, I didn't have no money to fix it up because I just put all the money for a down payment because they told me I needed to put down 20%. But as I worked, I poured it in here. And I, sometimes I still look like, well, God, where did this money come from? Like, it's a totally different house. Where did it come from? You know, so man, if I, one thing I love sharing with other people is that you can have anything you want out of life. 
You can have anything. Your life can be heaven on earth. It truly can. But you got to make that decision. And I'm also a tither. So I believe in you tithing. I tithe 10% and I also give an offering because I know that it's nothing on this earth that I can create and, and the income that I have coming in is not because of me. I know it's nothing but God. And right. I'm so serious. Sometimes I look and I say, I work that much. Like, what is this? Like, I honestly feel like God just be saying, boom, money in my account. <laughs> because I'll be like, how did I get this? But I'm a tither. And in the yeah. word it says, if you tithe, you know, he will give it to you. He will, mm. he will multiply. So I am a tither. And hey, this is living proof right here. With you being so blessed um you there's there's a, a lot of people that you know you may have haters out there like how do you deal with people who who hate on you because of your success or because of the things that you have they don't know me and so a lot of people they hate a lot of people talk i'm at this point now where i don't even listen you know i, I don't i don't listen and so if it's negative let them talk i trust i have you know my my instagram is growing crazy and i feel like i got more positive people on there than negative people and so i choose to i choose to listen to the positive and just i know what's in my heart i know that i god has blessed me with a lot you know so to humble myself and stay um to that level to where i can continue to receive the word and hear from god i'm a I, i'm a giver so if i stay right with god I'm not to the point where I don't think highly of myself, period. I just don't. And so for those people who say those things about me, that I think I'm all that and I think I'm this and I think I'm that and this is that, I don't even pay attention to it because I know the truth. And the right. people who's around me and the people who know me, they know who I am and they know what I'm about. So it doesn't Absolutely. People gonna talk. So you're beautiful, you're successful, you know, and you're giving, but the people who don't know you, of course, that I mean that's the first thing that they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna be detractors, they're gonna be haters because of the things that they think, you know, oh she automatically stuck up because she's X, Y, and Z. And not knowing that this this girl is the most down to earth, the most chill, the most, you know, friendliest, welcoming transparent all the things that everybody in the, in the comments box is saying about you i love shari's transparency she keeps it real girl shari is the best i love it i love y'all i love you girl everybody that knows you knows who you are then that's why you know i, I don't pay attention to nobody like my, my vision is like this it and has to be and you would get people who want to befriend you just to see your flaws i have people that try to just be my friend come around me just so they can see Oh, let me see if her marriage is really like it's, it looks on Instagram or look on Facebook. Let me see if her, let me see if this is really like that. And as soon as they get a little bit of something, as soon as they get a little bit of glimpse and, you know, me and Marcel argue or me and Marcel fight, you see how fast they run with it. They run with it and they try to, then, oh, sorry, not who she thinks she is. Oh, I know about, you know, and I just, that's why I'm so transparent with everything that I have in my relationship and my relationship with my kids and my sister, because I'm going to tell you myself, you don't got to come and sneak in to get any information about Shari. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, but it's funny that people will come into your life just to find out what's wrong. So they can go back and say, the picture ain't what it seemed to be, you know, because, because so. you ain't, but you're not putting it out there. That's because misery loves company they want somebody that's just as miserable as them and when they find out that you have a flaw because we all do nobody's perfect nobody's saying that we live in perfection 
Nobody's proclaiming that anyways. I'm yeah. just trying to have, help other people live their best lives. We're just trying to live our best lives and help other people live their best lives. So if, if you don't like it, I mean, what do you do? Um, let's yeah. talk about uh, where you are today, because you guys, I mean, you and you and Mark, you guys, you and Marchand Mar got a, uh, uh, a clothing line. Marcel? Marcel? Marcel. He's my brother. Okay, you and Marcel, y'all got a clothing line. You have your, what else are you guys doing? Um, I have a school. We have a clothing line. I brought back my um, her closet boutique because I used to have three prior to my little shingle incident. I ended up breaking out with shingles, so I had to make a decision too. It's not about what you, all the stuff you could get. It's about the quality of life too. So I had to make a decision to let my clothing stores go. I have one in Old Sac, one in Folsom, Old Folsom, and one in Old Oak Grove. But I'm actually trying to bring that back in. So I'm starting off in the salon and if God say so, then I'm going to open up another boutique. How many revenue streams do you have right now? Sorry. Um, uh, about four. Four? Nah, 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 nah. Marcel got the clothing line. You have the school. You have the salon because you get paid from the salon, but you also have your clients. Um, you also, uh, you have your, did I talk about the, the hair care line? Oh, the hair care line, yeah. But you got to remember, the school is we just got accredited, so we're. It just don't matter going, what yeah. what's getting ready to happen with that school, though. Oh yeah. my God, they don't even know. Yeah, but it's financial aid through the loan coming. It's no money coming my way besides the hair. I mean, me doing the hair salon, and yeah. mind you, you guys, my salon, both of my salons are shut down. So right now, I went from having even though i have all these funnels all this money that's in the pipeline nothing has came out the pipeline yet right so the only thing i did have is me working behind the chair and yeah. that came to a stop so i don't actually have anything coming in right now but the grace of god god when i say god would keep you god would keep you so my husband is taking care of what he needs to take care of and actually i'm enjoying this little break i'm not stressed because i already know that Everything's gonna be all right, but yeah, Kyle, I do have some Kyle things said that I got, Kyle said now she got more than four. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 have count. I don't know. I have a count. Maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. Six. I think you got about six. Mary okay. said, "This is wonderful. I feel so blessed." She said, "What's the name of your clothing line?" It's called Her Closet. So no, uh, uh, Marcel's. What's Marcel? Oh, Star Starstruck. Starstruck Apparel. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. And they have some really, really, really nice quality clothes, too. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, let's see. Floyd Sanders said, praise God. Um, a lot of good comments. A lot of people have joined us today. So, check this out here. Floyd's my brother. He's he's one of the um, people that kind of, he's one of my coaches, my life coach. So, he's actually oh, really? amazing. Yeah. Floyd Sanders. Yes. Okay. All right. So lastly, okay, wait, what should people be doing right now? What should people be doing? What are you doing right now that you're not making any money? What should people be doing in this season of incubation? You know what? You need to go back and take everything that was on the back burner that you 
put on hold because life was getting in the way because you was working like crazy because your kids was in all type of sport activities and you were just ripping and running. Now everything is out of stop. The kids don't have school. The kids don't have, I mean, you have homeschool, but the kids don't have sports. You're not working long hours. Now is the time for you to pull those things that's on the back burner and start doing it. So for instance, myself, I'm actually working on my book. And um, I'm giving more time. To that. <laughs> I'm giving more time to that. Congratulations! Um, thank you. And I'm I'm putting a lot of energy into my product line. Um, so for the people, it's no reason why people is not coming out of this Corona nineteen better. You know, we need to come out with a different mindset. And also, especially for those who put all their buckets, everything into one bucket. Like that's all I was focused on is hair. Now hair put to us, you know, everything is out of stop with that. You got to start thinking about other streams of income because right. I'd be damn if something like this ever happened again and I'm not prepared. That part right there. Y'all hear that? We have to be prepared. That's the reason I had during this pandemic, I wrote a book, an, an ebook. It's a quick read. It's called Seven Online Revenue Streams to Fund Your Million Dollar Dreams. Because I believe that you, you know, the Bible says, the Ecclesiastes 11 and 2 says we should have seven revenue streams in case a disaster strikes the land. What's going on right now? A disaster wow. has stricken the land, and what's a lot of us are. Ecclesiastes 11 and 2. Oh, I need that. Okay. And yeah. we need to have seven revenue streams in case disaster strikes land. So I, I just, in the ebook, I just gave them just different ideas. But also I, I tell people, hey, what does God put inside of you? Because right now you could be working on that thing God put inside of you. I saw a meme on Instagram today um, and somebody was, it said, you know, if laying on the couch is, is your best, is enough, then lay on the couch. And I said, if you don't get your ass up off that damn couch and start working, that is not enough. It's you need enough. to be doing something to work on yourself to get better yourself. We need to always be some, doing something to self-improve. The lay on the couch is not enough. It's not good enough. It might be good enough yet today. Okay, okay. But tomorrow, get up. Get I don't up. want to see you laying you, on that couch. Making, we should be making use of this time. This is a damn yeah. time. I think God has put this. I, I'm, God did not put this here. I think God has allowed it to happen for a wake-up call for us to, one, draw closer to him. And to right. do the things that he has put inside of us to steer that back up so we can actually have the time to meditate, think about it, and now put into action. Because mm -hmm. God has put so much in all of us, and we can't hear because of day-to-day -day life. We can't even hear him tell us, I want you to do that. I want you to do right. this. I need you to write that book. I need you to do that podcast. I need you to go over here and minister to this person. We don't even have the time because... Not that we don't have the time, we can't even hear it because we have so much going on in the time that we do have in a 24 hour. So this yeah. is a time that we could be quiet. If you got to do a fast for seven days or fast, do what you need to do to start hearing from God. Because at the end of the day, what he has for you is so much bigger than what you think you got for yourself. That's right. You ain't lying about that. All right, so we're going to change it up a little bit. I have a, another guest coming on. We're going to make it. We're going we're gonna to have a little fun right now, okay? So I got somebody getting ready to come on. Let me make sure that they're ready. You ready? You ready? We'll have a little fun. Who's this? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, oh, there, there we go. Let's see. Let's see. We're going to have a little fun. This, this, this is, uh, his name is Robert Antonin. What's up, Robert? 
Kaboom, guess who stepped in the room? What's going on, Sherry Wilson? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Did you enjoy it? I did, I did, I did. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, Miss Carter, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, listen, y'all, y'all been like really serious and preaching. I mean, I, I went on and tithed online because I forgot to tithe and give an offering. So uh, thank you for reminding me of that. So praise God for all of us who know to tithe. And I love that you guys bring the word and you are so determined, right? But we're going to steer off course for a little bit because my mind just couldn't handle everything y'all was talking about. Here's what I was thinking about, Sherry. While you were talking, right? I see you got the cool hat on. I love the mahogany wood floor. I mean, like, I'm feeling like a, a whole Erica Badu vibe, right? So, so I need to ask you, are you a movie watcher at all? A little bit. I mean, a little bit. So much. A little bit. I ain't never heard of a little bit. Okay. Well, let me ask you. This is what I was thinking about. This is what I was thinking. I wonder if she likes Love Jones or Love and Hip Hop. Which one is your Love movie? Jones? The, oh, the blues in your left eye trying to be the funk in your right. <laughs> Okay, well, listen, if you are watching in the feed, tell us what your favorite movie is. I mean, the question that we asked Sherry was Love Jones or Love and Basketball? Love and Basketball love was and hip -hop. You said, what, what, you said you Love said and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop, I'm sorry. No, it's Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. You remember the one with Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. Okay, okay. You can't go wrong love with that. Jones. Mary said, love Jones all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lorenz Tate, my man. Listen, all right, so Sherry, I got one more. Maybe I got two more, but but here we go. Let's pretend. Let's pretend, because I don't want no problem, no smoke with, with your husband, but let's pretend you were single. Ball head or dreads? Ball head or dreads? Ball head. Ball, you, are you going with you going with the clean? Going to clean. Okay, even though you your hair care products, juice and berries, you're gonna go with the ball head. I'm gonna go with the ball head. Okay, what they say right. about the So so let me go back because now they're starting to answer the first question. So they're like, love, oh, so Mary first said love Jones, but then she was like, oh no, uh loving basketball. basketball. Um love so Felicia said love Jones. Um, Tashante said love Jones. Nicole said love Jones. Alicia said love and basketball. Mimiko said love and basketball. Nay nay said, oh, they're going so quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Then they said love and basketball. James Moore said love and basketball. Um, now we go into the other one. So Mary, Mary Rogers said she loves a ball head. Um, Mimico, Mimico said it don't matter. Mary said dark chocolate as well. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even talk about dark chocolate or not. Okay. Um, Glenda said ball head. Um, Nene said, I love them both with ball. Uh, Alicia said, lock love. Candace said, what about a nice taper fade? That, that, was, said, that was the choice. <laughs> Khadija said, locks. Um, Asha said, ball head and loving, loving basketball. Latanya said, loving basketball. Latanya said, dreads. Dakar said, I can't grow no damn hair. <laughs> Deron said, I can't grow no damn hair. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, brothers, keep hope alive. You sexy no matter where you are, short hair, long hair. Keep doing you, brother. Keep the confidence and keep God first. So here's my last one I got. 
yeah, I'm looking at your house. I'm loving that chandelier. That is a, a conversation starter for, for sure. Hashtag conversation starter. Um, I need to ask you, right? First date, first date, right? First date, if you're talking to your daughter, would you rather be on a candlelight dinner or a beachfront brunch? Candlelight dinner or a beachfront brunch? I would say first date, beachside brunch. Beachside brunch? Why? Why? Because I think the candlelight dinner on a first date, I think that's just like after the dinner to the bed. I don't know if I like that. But the brunch is like, okay, we're about to have, I'm going to be able to see you. It's light. We're going to have a good conversation. I really want to get to know you. The candlelight mm -hmm. dinner, maybe I want to get to know what you got underneath. <laughs> well, for Let's those of you who are everybody else saying, because <laughs> if you're if you're really thinking that the beachfront brunch, he may ask you to bring a, a overnight or, or bring an extra bag so we can go sit on the beach, bikini. So you gotta like think that thing all the way through. But uh, brunch, I love brunch too. So that that's what's up. I love it. I would say I would say beachfront. You, I mean, you know, you candlelight dinner is kind of normal. Like everybody goes, you know, to dinner and like the, the beachfront. That's that's kind of like that's kind of different. I, yeah, I would tell you brunch. Yeah. Yeah, beachfront. So uh, let me see. Uh, J so Jay's was answering the previous question. He said neither. I'm a boy. He didn't. He didn't want. He didn't want dreads or balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiny said beachfront brunch. Um, Dana said beachfront. Mimico said beachfront. Deshante said beachfront. Mary Rogers said yes, but that wasn't the answer to the question. Alicia said <laughs> beachfront. Alicia said beachfront brunch. Uh, Felicia said beachfront brunch. Nene said beach. That's my dream date. Asha said beachfront brunch. Candace said a candlelight dinner because she want to see what lies beneath. I think because what Jari said. <laughs> um, Let's see. To, wait, 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 wait. I'm missing. Oh, Glenda Beachfront Brunch. Therese, Candlelight Dinner. Mm-hmm. Brandy Beachfront Brunch. Taisha Beachfront Brunch. Days more Brunch After the Virus. I'm scared. <laughs> Denisha said Beachfront Brunch. Felicia, right. Um, dinner. Uh, Echelon said dinner, so. Tanisha Scott said, nope, we ain't doing that. We can eat with clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so, right. so sorry. Wait, wait, this is more. Hold on, let me read this. Candace said you can you can escape the dinner brunch. brunch you got <laughs> to drive to the beach. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, let's talk about that because if it's the first date and you ain't really feeling dude, now you stuck at the beach, right? Um, Nicole said candlelight. Everybody looks good in the lighting. In the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Mary said, I said beach, baby. I was the first coming. My bad. Echelon said dinner, just in case I need to end, to end the date early. That part right there. Yeah, I, I get that. In case you need to end the date early, you don't feel like being bothered. You could just do one of these church finger numbers on out the, out the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's right here. <laughs> mm -hmm. So ladies always have an exit plan. So listen, you know I love, love music constant. So I got to put it before the people and also for Sherry Wilson as well. I want to see what... Sherry. Shari, it must be the echo because I said Shari. 
Chari, I need to know. I need to know. I need to know for all the people in the cheap seats in the back. Is it Mary J. Blige or Faith Evans? Hmm. Mary J. Blige. My life, my life, my life. My life. 1994, my life, or, or 2000, Mary J. Because you know she kind of made a transition. You know, I like all of all of them. I like the what's the 411 to Ooh. her newest hit. I like them. I love you. Mary. You look like a Mary J. Blige, but you know, I don't even think that's fair because even though Faith have vocals will kill Mary Evans, so you gotta you gotta qualify the question right. So on vocals, Faith Evans, but body of work. Mary J. Blige, I would say. No, nah, that's the, you know what that's skewed because Faith can't she can sing for real, yeah. right? Now I get into heated arguments, Shari, when I tell people that Mary J. Blige can sing, and they just turn their face up. And I've heard this chick like go for like sixty minutes. Uh, this was back in the nineties, though, just straight fire and just body the whole stage, right? Like I really seen her sing, but constantly I don't think you think she can really sing. No, I mean, she can sing, but I mean, Faith can sing. If Mary can sing, Faith can sing. Mary has a better body of work, though, right? Yes. Her work, like her hits. I mean, you know, Faith got, what, two, three, four hits? Mary got like 15, 20. I mean, okay. so it depends on, on let's go to the comments. What did they so, say? They said, are you looking, Shari? So uh, Mary said, Mary J, baby. Tanisha said, Faith all day. Felicia said Mary J. Latanya said Mary J. Echelon said Mary J. Dana said Mary J. Asha said Mary J. Nene said Mary J. All day. Therese said Faith. Mary said Mary J. 1994 to 98. She had to qualify that. <laughs> Felicia said Mary J. Blige all day. Mimical said Mary J. Baby. All of them. Candace said Mary J. Khadija said Mary J. Robin said Mary J. Blige. Baby um, said Mary J. Shante said, I love Faith, but Mary was the trailblazer. I think I missed him. Um, uh, Lady Diana said, Mary J. Nicole Pearson said, for real singing, Faith. James Moore said, Mary J, because my wife will kill me if I say different. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, with that one day, her signature dance. Oh, yeah. It looks like everybody got Mary J. <laughs> Alicia, I love Mary, but she'd be hollering sometimes. But she my girl. Faith is good also. Um, Tisha said Mary J. Glenn said Mary J. And the Carter said, if acapella, faith. Okay, Shari, this is my last question. Okay, I got to qualify whether you and I can share the stage for the We Summit that will happen in 2020 or 2021. 2020. 2020. <laughs> We're going to speak it into existence. In the name yes. of Jesus, we just yes. ask you just assign angels. Yes. Right. Each and every speaker and each and every venue that we choose. And it is so in the name of Jesus, amen. amen. But with that being said, Jay-Z or Nas? Oh, that's hard. Oh, you can't do that one? I ain't going to judge you. Just pick the right one. And while, and while Sherry is thinking right now, tell us what you think out there in the feed. Jay-Z or Nas? I want to say Jay-Z. But Nas, his lyrics is just like, man. I know what you want to say, but I want to hear it. I won't tell Jay-Z or Nas. I give it to Nas. Nas. I love Jay-Z, though. The time said Nas is on. Huh? I give it to Jay-Z. 
You giving it to Jay? No, you I can't take it. it. What, what, which one? What you doing? What you doing? Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Why? Man, they both, they, their lyrics is dope. When I, when I think about a rapper, I'm thinking about what they're saying and the message they're coming across. And when Jay-Z was out there, even before when he was talking about him grinding on the street and the mindset he has to have, he had to have to get out of that situation, I love. But then Nas is always putting you on game too. He also taught that mental, yeah. like, is they're both the same. That's hard. You should have never put both of them in there. I That's love it. That's the question. I, I want to make it hard. I love it. What you say, Miss right, What I, I say, Jay Z, because he's a he's a he's a he's a biz. He's not a businessman. He's a business. Businessman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here, here's what they said. Uh, I got to go because a lot of comments. Um, Tony said Nas is fine. Uh, Tashante said Jay Z. Tisa said Nas. Mimical said Nas. Mary said Nas in the mid nineties. Alicia said Nasir Jones, hand down, hands down. Um, Therese said Nas. Jay Z, I mean, James said Jay Z. Echelon said Nas. Taisha said Nas, no doubt. Jay Z, I mean, Asha said Jay Z, business savvy. Uh, Dana said, that is hard, Nas. Darius Montgomery said Nas. Felicia said Nas. Danny said Jay Z got bars, but Nas is woke and be educating us on our history. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Uh, Glenna yeah. said Jay Z. Um, Nene said Jay Z dance Nas for knowledge. Alicia said Latanya Green, you right, that's my man though, boo. <laughs> Echelon said Nas new CD with Damian Marley. Um, Candace said Jay Z for sure. Okay, let me let me give her this the, the one I gave to voice yesterday. Tupac or Biggie? Brenda got a baby. He barely got a brain. A damn shame. <laughs> that's not Family. Well, let me show you how I got the whole community. Now, Brenda really knew her father and her. No, I'm just playing. Two points. <laughs> I love Tupac. I love him, love him, love him. Man, I, I was not expecting that, Charlie. <laughs> Look, from LA. West, come on, let's West go up. Let's go up. Come on, come on. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> wow. That's I hot. I love Tupac. Mm. All now, right, uh, Rob. You know what, me? Uh huh. I, I'm I'm East Coast. I'm I'm be notorious. Mm. All day. I love Biggie too. I love. Listen, hey. I think probably when I went to your house for uh for uh karaoke, Shari, I think I probably did rap some Biggie. That's probably the only thing I do on karaoke. I, was I love. So you came to my house? <laughs> no, no, Shari. <laughs> I love no. Tupac. I like Biggie too, but Tupac. I say yeah, Tupac, 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 you know, for the brain. But you know, yeah. um, like I said, you know, Biggie, they Biggie be having the similes and metaphors. The way he puts his words together, you know, the onomatopoeia is like how he he's he smooth. He's smooth, black and ugly as ever. However, um, let's uh, let's see. Latanya said uh, Pac. Alicia said Tupac. This is all West Coast people. Asha said Tupac. Anna said Pop. Echelon said Pop. Mimico said Pop. Therese said Pop. Felicia said Pop. Ariana said Pop. Alicia said Damn. And Shari raps, I like her. <laughs> oh, you're done. She's in love with you now. <laughs> she rapped. You're the whole package now, Shari. <laughs> Brandy said Pop. West Saeed does life. Uh, Ty said Pop, baby. James said Tupac, easy. Pac all day. Mary said 
Um, Nene said Tupac hands down. Felicia Westside, Mimico Westside. Tu uh, Asha Tupac was actually a very nice guy. Tanisha said Tupac. We don't have no biggie biggies in the feed. That's because everybody that's listening to you is on that the is West so Coast. That is so nice. We, we <laughs> worldwide, Rocky. We worldwide. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me let me. Oh, okay, this is my last. I promise, this is my last one. Okay, this is softball okay, right okay. here. This is softball question right here. Right, um, softball question. You ready? Yep. Actually, it's not a softball question. Uh -oh. You ready? Oh, Lord, okay. I'm not sure. Lorenz Tate or Idris Alba? <laughs> uh, oh, no, nobody wants that one, huh? Oh, I, I'll take it, but I'm going to charge it. I don't need it. Sorry, what? Huh? Idris. Okay. Miss Carter? Yeah, Idris, too. Oh, Pass. Team Idris? It, Idris Elba. Yeah, that it, that's pretty, easy. Yeah. I, I mean, that wasn't hard. that wasn't hard at all. Okay. Uh, that was hard for you up there too now. But yeah, he ain't no Idris. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Alicia said. So Tisa said Idris. Alicia said blah on both. That wasn't really a good one, Robert. Um, <laughs> Therese said Idris. Mary said both. Echelon said LT. Oh, Lorenz. Mimical said, what? Lorenz, heart. Echelon said, neither. Nicole Pierce's, Pierce said, the new and improved Lorenz. Yeah, when he had that little widow speak down there, I didn't like that. Uh, Felicia <laughs> said, Idris. Candace said, Idris. Okay, yeah. well, well, good Idris. gracious. I mean, I should have asked you, boys, the men, a new addition. That's what I should have asked. No. Erica Badu or Jill Scott? Ooh. Shari, think before you answer this question. Uh, I will. I oh, will. She's asking me or you? You. Oh, Jill Scott. Why? Again, her lyrics. I love. I, I, I'm a fan of Jill Scott. You're here. I'm pleased. <laughs> I really dig your company. Your hey. style. Your style. Your peace mentality. Hey. Lord have mercy on me. Uh oh, he said, I was this girl. Blind, but now I see. I forgot the rest. But I, <laughs> I, was, re I was ready for it. I was ready for it. Let's yes. Go. <laughs> yes. All right. So I say Jill Scott, too. I'm with you. Um, I love Erica. Jill's body of work, I think, is a little bit better than Erica. What about you, Rob? Oh, I'm Jill Scott all day. Jilly from Philly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the last one. Let me, let me just let me just see what the people let me see what the people said. Uh, so uh, Alicia said Erica. Anna said Erica. Brandy, y'all must not have watched Power. I'm going with Councilman Tate. Okay. <laughs> Alicia said Jill Scott. Nene said I love them both. Khadija said that's hard. I say both. Therese said Jill. Uh, Tanisha, Lorenz Tate, Jill Scott, boys to men. <laughs> <laughs> Candace said, I love them both, but it's Jill. Mimical said, love both. You got to choose one, Mimical. Um, Echelon said, Jill. James said, Jill Scott. Erica Badu makes guys go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's right about that. I think um, he said, something, Jill. Mary said, Jill. So anyway, I had a lot of fun. Listen, sorry. You are amazing. Kyle said, go on with your damn red bottoms. 
Kyle, <laughs> love me a rip. <laughs> but you are amazing, girl. Your 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 transparency and your resiliency is, is everything. It's just I, I can't say much enough about you because number one, you're my personal friend. And you're somebody that I can call. And, you know, anytime I need anything, I know that you'll be there for me. That's just how real you are. And you're so accomplished and you're so humble um, and you're so successful. And God is going to continue blessing you. So thank you for sharing your journey because people need to see, you know, the, the journey. I think the journey is so important. They see your glory, but they don't know your story. Oh, yeah. and, and at for, the end of the day, I'm still a little girl from South Central L.A., you know, and, wow. and, and it's other little girls that was in my same situation. And if I can do it, you can do it, too. Anybody can do it. We just got to change the way we think and how we look out, how we look at every situation, everything. So we got to change our mindset. Yeah. You have anything, Rob, you want to say? I know you were listening, no. right? I just want to say uh, I appreciate you uh, rocking uh, with this this long, Shari. I mean, I am so impressed with your story, your poise, in spite of all that you uh, went through. And, and and the fact that you're from South Central, I got a whole set of new questions. But anyway, we don't have enough time for that because I'm thinking like boys in the hood, they don't know or they don't show. <laughs> but anyway, no, no, no. It's been an honor to to share the screen with you. I mean, you, you look amazing. I love the hardwood floor. So, you know, I mean, everything that you talked about today is what we needed to hear, especially with the pandemic that's going on. We need a ray of light and all this darkness that we hear on TV, that we see when we go to the mall. I mean, we can't even do the soul brother handshake no more. You know how good I am with the, ah, ah, ah. I can't even do it no more. Oh, I got all that, all that. I can't do it anymore. So we needed to have this breath of fresh air to see your light shine on screen. And, and, and as you saw and heard, the engagement was on fire. So absolutely, you are one of the real ones that we have, uh, not only on the West Coast, but here in this industry. And we're so glad that you were able to touch us with your love and light today. Love Thank it. you. And keep doing what you guys are doing. I'm listening. Thank Everybody you. is listening. You guys are motivating all of us. So we love this. We love this. Thank keep you. Alicia said, this was a great use of my time for today. You are all awesome and greatly appreciated. Keep sharing the knowledge. Girl, thank you for being you. I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, y'all, you guys go follow Shari. What's your Instagram? I am Shari Wilson. I am Shari Wilson. All right. Rob, what's your Instagram handle? Robert Antonin. Right. Just look and for this face made for radio and, and you know, I'll spell it out. I'm going to go follow you now. Right I'm on. You back. And mine is I am Constance Carter for those that don't know. Thank you guys for, for uh, hanging out with us today. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you for tapping in to Real Talk Live with Constance Carter. I know you enjoyed the conversation. You want to hear more? Check us out every week. And be sure to check us out on Instagram, I am Constance Carter, and Facebook, Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter. And check out my YouTube page, Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter. I'll see you soon.